flat out do that. Now what about this thing? Here we go, guys. Are you having a good time at church today? I hope you are. Amen. Come on. Come on. Come on. You might say, y'all do this every week. No, we don't have Chris every week. <clears throat> but we have great music every week. And I'll just put it up against anybody. Period. And I've served with them for years, so I love the tar out of them. Amen. And I know them. And, uh, and some of my own family. But I treat them like they're all my family. Amen. But we have an awesome time every week. So I want you to come back sometime. Amen. Now let me ask you a question. Is that your sound system making noise? Is that their sound system making noise? Let's cut that thing off if you don't mind. Because see, little things like that bother me. I don't know. I don't know. We cut a button off. Let's see what happens. Yeah. See what happens. Didn't help a bit. Doesn't matter. We tried. Don't worry about it. Just don't let me think about it. Don't let me think about it. Don't anybody go, it's still on. Don't do that. It'll bother me. What do you do? We're in a little series called Maximum Vision. What do you do when trouble comes your way? Now, here's what you can do. You can whine or you can shine. You can go through your trouble and tell your story, and that'll be your story for your life. You can stay in the pit. You can cry. You can do all that. And I know that's part of it. There's a time for weeping. There's a time for mourning. I get that. That's not the way you're supposed to continue to live your life the rest of your life. Amen. But some people do. Welcome to my dungeon. You meet them years later, they're still in it. That's not maximum vision. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. I'm coming that you might have life and have it more abundantly. That's not talking about doubling your bank account. That's talking about there's a devil out there who wants to absolutely wreck your life and screw your life. But Jesus Christ says, look, I can give, I am life. If you want to live life, you come to me. You can overcome anything through me. Not saying you won't be broken. I'm not saying you won't have struggles. I'm not saying it won't leave some scars. But you can live again. Amen? If you want to. Y'all hear me or not? So let's talk about it. Maximum vision. Wow, look at that. That's sort of scary walking across that thing. Woo, mercy. How do you respond to trouble? And I've only got about 15 minutes. How do you respond to trouble? Push me, Raj. Here we go, buddy. Although affliction comes, Job speaking, although affliction comes not forth of the dust, neither does trouble spring out of the ground. Say that verse 7. Yet man is born unto trouble as sure as the sparks. Had a fire the other night, two nights ago, and I watched those sparks and every one of them went just like that. Some of them did that number, but they're going up. That's your life, that's my life. Trouble will happen. Why'd God let this happen to me? Dumbest question you could ever ask. God's not picking on you. If He wants to pick on you, He could absolutely destroy you. You need Him. Don't indict Him. Pray to Him. Fall at His feet. Love Him. Okay, that's just all a whiner game. And we use it and we play it and I've played it. But don't you want to do the right thing and live? Yes or no? How do you respond to trouble? Trouble's inevitable to every one of us. And we're all going to give a what? It's going to happen. Let's just take a guess out. Let's take, take a little quick poll. How many of you ever had some trouble in your life? Let me see your hand. There you go. There you go. Three things that's going to help us respond better to trouble. First, it's beyond our human ability to understand all the ways of trouble. 
Two, trouble does test, teach, and strengthen and purify us. And number three, even if trouble causes us to lose everything, God remains and God remains enough. Trouble. How do you respond to it, though? How do you respond to trouble? Why don't you see Job, the man Job? Now, it's a long book in the Bible, okay? I can't preach the whole book of Job, all right? But we can get the gist of it pretty quick if we hang in here and Roger keeps helping me. There was a man in the land of Uz who's going to teach us today. His name was Job. That man was perfect. doesn't mean he was perfect. It means he's mature. He's a good man, okay? He was upright. He was a righteous man. does not mean he never sinned. No, but he was a very good, good, good man. He kept a short sin account with God, that's for sure. He was one that feared the Lord, reverenced to God, and, and issued evil. He shooed evil away from him. He didn't bring it close to him. Got it? This was the man Job. So here's this man. And instead of trying to debate the book of Job, would you just listen to the book of Job and let God help you through the book of Job? So here's the Lord speaking to Satan and says to the devil, where you been? As if he don't know. And Satan answered to the Lord from going to and fro in the earth and walking up and down in it. Because Satan is the prince and the power of the air. He's the God of this what? World. And the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? You been, been seeing how Job's doing? Can God recommend you to the devil? See, you hope not. Well, I hope I can. I hope that the Lord could say, there's a good father. That's a good mother. Everybody's not serving your sorry tale, devil. You hear me, yes or no? Y'all listening or not? Did I lose you? Have you considered my servant, Job? There's none like him in all the earth. He's a, a mature, an upright man. He's one that fears me, and he doesn't draw evil into himself all the time. And Satan's number one goal, let's go, we're moving fast, is trouble. Say that with me. Satan's number one goal for your life is what? One more time. One more time. One more time. That's it. See, I won't double for my trouble. Amen? If I'm going to go through the trouble, I don't want to come out the same. I'd like to be better when I'm on the other side of it. Amen. Say. And Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? You, haven't you not made a hedge about him and about his house and all that he has on every side? You bless the work of his hands. Who wouldn't serve you? His substance is increased in the land. You put forth your hand and you touch all that he has and he'll curse you to your face. Can you imagine Jesus Christ, our Savior, putting up with, with Satan on our behalf? Yes or no? He ever lives to make intercession for us at the right hand of God the Father. He's not picking on you. He is your advocate before God the Father. He is your lawyer on duty all the time making the case for you. Yes or no? That's what the Bible teaches. So Satan wants to bring trouble into our life. Here's his number one thing he wants to do for us. He wants us to do what? Blame. One more time. How many, be honest, I've done it. Let me see your hand. I blamed him. I blamed him. I've done it. I've done it. Okay. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only upon himself. Don't put forth your hand. you got everything he has. Just don't touch him. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord with his permission, I guess. I don't understand all that. 
but we do live on planet Earth. So here's what happened to this man Job. There was a day. Say that. There was a what? You ever had one of those? Let me see. There's ever been a day in your life that stands out in history as, as like the worst day you ever had? Let me see your hand. It was the worst day I ever had. There was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking in the eldest brother's house, and there came a messenger under Job and said, The ox were plowing, the asses were feeding beside them. The Sabians fell upon them, took them away. Yea, they've slain your servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped to tell you. And while he was yet talking, there came also another and said, The fire of God has fallen from heaven, has burned up all the sheep. The servants consumed them. I'm only alive escape to tell you. This is a bad day. While he was yet speaking, there came another and said, The Chaldeans made three bands. They fell upon the camels. They've carried them away. They've slain the servants with the edge of the sword. And I only am alive to tell you. I mean, it's like you don't want to answer the door again. You know what I'm saying? While he was yet speaking, there came another and said, Your sons and your daughters, they were eating and drinking in their eldest brother's house. And there came a great wind from the wilderness and smote the four corners of the house, and it fell upon them. And they're dead. Your kids are dead. And I only am alive to tell you about it. Wow. How do you respond to trouble? Well, here was his reaction. There's a reaction and then there's a response. This is the reaction. Got it? Can you say reaction? Here it is. Job arose. He rent his mantle. He shaved his head. He fell down on the ground. This is a sign of just absolute disease. He's distraught. He's, he's devastated. That's his reaction. And he what? You learning anything? Yes or no? Not that hard to read the Bible. I don't understand the Bible. Won't you understand about that? That's what he did. He reacted how? You're not called to be super Christian. When bad crap happens in your life, it's okay to react to it. You don't walk on water. Got it? He does. And it's amazing what you can do if you put your faith and trust in him. But reaction is normal. He was devastated, grief-stricken. He did not hide his pain. Say that with me. He did not. He didn't. We're learning how to respond to trouble. Now, this is the reaction. We're moving quickly. How did he respond? How did, he reacted. Yes, he reacted. He reacted. It's funny how Christians, we jump, to, we jump on people sometimes because of their reaction. They go through mess and they react to it. We should support them and love them, Okay. It's okay to react to mess. I tell people going through pain, you get to be you. There is no formula for this. It's, a pain. it's hard. What you're going through is devastating. But you don't want to stay there. And the response is coming. So here's Job's response. Job said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb. Naked shall I return thither. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away Blessed be the name of the Lord. Did we just sing, sing that this morning? That's why I call it Job's song. So what was his response? Say it with me. Number one, we're trying to learn today. How do you respond to trouble? Here's a great way to respond to trouble. Number one, say it with me. Naked came I out, and naked shall I return. 
So many people get bent out of shape because they lose their stuff, they lose their house, they lose their this. And not just bent out of shape, they react normally, but then they live that way the rest of their life. Picked on! When you came out as a little baby, you didn't have a whole lot then. And anything you did have, he gave it to you. And when you die, you're going back to the dust. If you know the Lord, you're going to go right to be with him. Amen? It's not all that bad. You hear me? First response. Number two. So what's that, what does that mean? Say it with me. Keep the right perspective on what? That's what Job says. Let's learn again from him. Number two, say that with me all in one verse. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Number two, say it with me. Value your family and friends. When? When? How are you responding to somebody that hurts you? You're still not talking to them? Well... Maybe, be, maybe today will be their last day they're alive. That's hard to hear from the preacher this morning. It is what it is. You've got a breath in you. You've got a chance today. Value them today. Amen? Yes or no? Come on. His third response. Say it with me. Blessed be the name of the Lord. What's the third thing? Know that God is, and that God is, you think you're whining? <laughs> it's going to change your situation? All you're going to do is run certain people off and be a magnet for more whiners to come into your life. That's tough, isn't it? I've never heard preaching like this. Well, stay around me, you're going to hear a lot of it. It's the truth. Yes or no? I don't want that. Job didn't do it. I want Job's who I want. I want Job in my corner. Amen? Come on. So Job didn't blame God. He didn't fall for the devil's bull. Didn't do it. Don't blur vision with blame. This is one of my little quotes I came up with. I'm going to be famous one day. Say this one with me. Don't blur vision with I want to move forward in my life. Well, say this with me. Don't blur vision with. You want to get out of the mess? You want to see your way forward? Then don't blur your vision with blame. The lights are flashing. But this is a good message. And all this, Job did what? He what? Nor did he charge what? Haven't we charged God foolishly in our life? Yes or no? God, you did this. I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you let this happen, God. You're picking on me. Oh, God, how? Like you're perfect or something. Or I'm perfect. We're not. And we live in a fallen world. We're still learning. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Job's what? Do you see why God gave us something called the Bible? If he didn't give us the Bible, we would think, man, I'm picked on. It's all about me. Look at me. Nobody's ever had it worse than me. Honestly, I ain't seen nobody have it as worse as Job yet. More trouble's coming. And the Lord said unto Satan, from where you been? And Satan answered the Lord said, come going to and fro on the earth and walking up and down in it. The Lord said unto Satan, man, have you considered Job? 
Lord put it back in his face. Didn't he? Yes or no? Put it right in his face. That there's none like him in all the earth, a perfect, upright man, one that fears God and chews evil. He still holds fast in his what? Although you moved me against him. This is Satan talking. He still moves fast. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. He still holds fast to his integrity, although thou moves me against him to destroy him without a cause. Okay? Keep looking. So Job's more trouble. What's Satan's number one goal in our life? Number one is what? Because he wants us to do what? Satan wants to bring trouble to my life, so I will do what? Even if Satan didn't bring the trouble and trouble just comes because somebody else is acting like the devil in my life, whatever, he wants me to do what? But I'm not going to blur my vision with what? More trouble, Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, all that a man hath he'll give for his life. You didn't touch his skin. You wouldn't let me touch his skin, his flesh. You put forth your hand, you touch his bone, you touch his flesh, he'll curse you to your face. So went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. Man, if I just get one of those things, I'm the biggest baby on the planet. You hear me say, I don't like nothing like that. What was his reaction? He took from him a piece of pottery. He started scraping his skin and his scabs and all the crud all over his body. And he sat down in the ashes. You can't get more nasty than this man's looking. Job's wife's response. Oh, by the way, we ain't seen his response. That was reaction. If I get all that mess on me, I'm probably going to scrape too, and I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to be doing that too. Got it? Yes or no? It's a reaction. But now his wife does respond. Then his wife said unto him, Do you still retain your integrity? Integrity means you're keeping it together. You're not falling apart. It means that you are intact. Think of Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Remember that? That, okay, think of old Humpty Dumpy falling a lot of pieces. Integrity is your, the trouble comes, you're still, you're still holding it together. Integrity. But God's helping you do that. Yes or no? Got it? You're still going to keep holding it together, his wife says. Curse God and die. That's what his, that's what his wife said. That was her response. Blame God, Joe. Blame him. You're not blaming him. What's wrong with you? This is not the devil. This is why. Blame him. We're trying to learn today. How did Job respond? But he said unto his wife, You speak as one of the foolish women speak. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God, and shall we not receive evil? That's what you hear the TV preachers say on TV a lot of times. That's why I, I, so many of them I don't like. They promise you this and that and the other, especially if you'll send them a check. The world gets it. The lost people see it for what it is. The church buys it hook, line, and sinker because we're crazy sometimes. Always go back to the Bible, not what somebody just says, not what I just say. Base it on the truth of the Word. Amen? Shall we not receive evil 
are bad things or horrible things. We live on planet Earth too, don't we? Say. Say that last part with me. In all this, did Job not do what? Sin with his lips. Keep looking. I've got to quit, Rod. Help me, though. Shall I only receive good from the hand of God and never anything bad? That's what Job's response was. Say that last part with me. Number four, how do I respond to trouble? Clearly understand that both good and bad are going to happen to me. Keep looking, buddy. Push me. But, 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 God remains. And God remains enough. Could you hear me today? We learn from Job. I can't repeat everything. I mean, that's not like a grand ending, is it? You mean that's what he did? That's exactly what he did. He accepted the mess that came his way. He reacted normally. He was devastated. He did not blame God with his mouth. Yes or no? Amen. And now here's the deal. So don't blur vision with what? And guess what happened in the end? Here's what happened in the end. God blessed Job double. You have to read the last of the book. Now, it's not up here today. It's not up here today. But if you keep going through the end of the book, he received double blessing in his life. Did it happen overnight? Not overnight. And so when I went through pain in my life, severe pain several years ago, I didn't even know what I was saying. I would say, God, bless me double for my trouble. And you know what God did? How many would say, Pastor Gary, he did that for you? How many would say that without just a lot of bull? He did that for you. That's the truth, isn't it? I can't tell you the number of people coming to me and say, Kim was the best thing that ever happened in your life. People say that to me. Look at those little girls. I have Mitch and Elise. I have Hannah, Kim's daughter of 22. But guess what? I actually adopted the two little ones. They have legally as much right as my two other children. Now, I can do math. Two times two is what? That's double, ain't it? Yes or no? Is that double or what? That's double, baby. Come on. Come on. Praise the Lord. Let's go. we got to quit. Come on. Get up on your feet. Here we go. I'm done. I'm done. Just a little message today. Hope you got-